Hello and welcome back to Running on Pixie Dust, my podcast and YouTube series focusing on training for the Dopey Challenge 2023, which means I will be running a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a full marathon for the very first time. I'm your host, Annika. Go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Annika Hudak and at Annika's Paintbrush on Instagram as well. But thank you for tuning in. Make sure to check out last week's episode for a week five recap and a really, really fun chat with my good friend Morgan. We talked all about being those corporate Disney girlies and training and fitness. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. Welcome to week six, meaning post week six of the Jeff Galloway trading schedule. I can't believe six weeks are already done. Six weeks. I have like my bullet journal that I mark off all my runs. I do like the 245s and then like the miles and stuff and I just color them in because I think mentally it helps make me feel like I'm accomplishing a lot and I can kind of visually see how much training I've done and kind of then foresee in the future how much I still have left to go and whether that means a little bit or a lot. So it's it's crazy. My my knees are feeling it. <laughs> um, I was just talking today uh, with my friend uh, Allison, who I did have on this podcast. I believe she was episode one. Be sure and give that an epi- episode a listen if you have not already. That was really fun. Um, we were talking about like how my knees are super tired, but how if one part of your body is aching and hurting, it might not be due to that actual physical part of your body. It could be due to something else. Like sometimes knee pains radiate from or stem from like tight IT band, which could be coming from your lower back issues, which lower back issues could lead to like, maybe you don't have a strong abdomen, lower abs. So just kind of don't take things for what they might seem to be on the surface. Anyway, that was a tangent. Um, (laughs) I would love to cover how week six of training went and talk a little bit about some self-confidence and self-image. So I will be covering all of that in this week's episode. So hello. Okay, week six. For the training, I had two 45-minute runs. So I did that one 45-minute run on Tuesday, one on Thursday, And then my long run, I actually did on Sunday this time. I normally do my long runs on Saturdays, but I can't, I'll, I'll get to why I moved it in, in a little bit, but the long run this week was seven miles. Oh my goodness. We're, we're getting up there. We are getting up there. Although next week we go back to three miles. So just, just only three miles, only three miles. It's fine. But I think my two 45-minute runs, they were easygoing. I do my same loop. I'm, I'm honestly kind of getting sick of it. So I'm really excited to move. <laughs> I love where I live, though. It's like it's really beautiful to go run uh, where I do run. So I, I honestly will probably be driving back and running in this area still on occasion. But I just need to change it up because it's getting a little monotonous. Like, not the runs themselves. Like, I, I like doing the runs. It's just the same exact route that I've been doing. So, I'm kind of like, I I should really switch it up because 
I don't know, it makes it less exciting to just go do the same thing you've been doing every single week. And like, it's fun for a little bit, but then you kind of, you kind of get over a little bit. Anyway, um, for the long run though, I did switch it up because for the past couple weeks, I think I've been doing the long run kind of in similar routes where I do my 45 minute runs and I listen to Peloton classes, which by the way, I'm like almost done with the 45 minute intermediate interval run Peloton class options. Because, like, while there are a lot, there are some that when you filter it to look for, like, the 45-minute interval run class, they still include, like, hit runs and advanced runs and just, like, kind of other types of runs that I don't particularly want to listen to on the run. So, oh, man, we're going we're gonna to have to change it up. But I did run seven miles, and I ran with my friends, Allison and Ashley, who I've had them both on the podcast and it was super fun. I think, like I said, Allison was, I think week one and then Ashley might've been like week two or three, (laughs) but they were both been on. I go through my whole background with them, their running stories, what they're training for and all that good stuff. I posted on my Instagram story like, yo, who wants to go run seven miles with me this weekend? And they were like, yeah. And then we made it fun and we made a brunch reservation after. So that made it exciting. And it's it's always funner to do things like with friends. And for me personally, I really like running with other people. It pushes me to go a little bit faster or kind of stick to the routine. And maybe if they're like, oh, like we can do it. Like, let's just run this part, whatever. Like that also motivates me. And the, the great thing too is at least for Ashley, she's on my level. Like, I feel like we, we match each other's energy for runs and we're on the same kind of interval schedule. But if you've listened to my episode with Allison, she's a runner. She's a track star. She is a real runner. She's fast. And so I was like, uh, Allison, you're going to be walking next to us when we're running. And she was like, no, 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 it's okay. It's, it's like a fun run for her. Meanwhile, for me, it's like, this is a really hard workout. Like, <laughs> But no, it was so much fun. We had the three A's, triple A's, Allison, Annika, and Ashley. We decided to go to Grand Floridian here at Walt Disney World since we're all locals. And we parked there and we had our breakfast reservation and everything. So we were good to park and we just kind of went on the run beforehand. But we started at... Grand Floridian and we took a turn to head towards Magic Kingdom where we we weren't really following a path uh, a couple of people responded to my Instagram stories like oh what route did you do and I don't even know what to say because we didn't really do a route it was more like oh let's just turn right here like let's go down this pathway and for seven miles it's you gotta you gotta build up the mileage somewhere so we did like a couple loop-de-loops in little walkways and kind of just going here and there getting lost going down the long pathways because there's only so much mileage I think in that particular area if you don't want to do like laps so and we didn't really want to do laps so we kind of just did little loop-de-loops um, but we started at Grand Flow we ran to the gates at Magic Kingdom but security wasn't open yet because I think we didn't even get there till 7 a.m. Um, so by the time we like reached Magic, it was 7.30 and security wasn't even s- starting to let people in. So then we just turned right back around, ran back towards Grand Flow, and then we made our way to the Polynesian Resort. 
because if you don't know that like Magic Kingdom Resort area is kind of like a big loop although you can't fully do a big loop because Contemporary is kind of off on its own there but you can walk or run from the well Magic Kingdom and then the Ticket and Transportation Center which is where you park for Magic Kingdom and the Grand Floridian Hotel or what is it Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, <laughs> excuse me, and then the Polynesian Resort, which is so fun and beautiful. It makes me feel like I'm in Hawaii. I love that resort so much. So we did that, went back to Grand Flow, we headed to Polly, and from there, I think we headed to TTC, which is the parking lot, and I think we did like a little bit in the parking lot. We ran down that villain side, and we were like, let's just go run to the poles on the other side and then come back, and I think that's what's kind of fun when you have those longer distances in order to make them fun and make them almost go by a little bit faster. It's like, oh, like, let's kind of do this. And it's almost distracting for your brain because you're not so much as focused on the mileage as you are of like, oh, like, let which direction are we heading? I don't know because we're not following a path per se. So the three of us were kind of just bopping around like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Let's go here. La, la. And then we made our way back to Magic Kingdom and then back to Grand Flow. And then by the time we did all of that, we had done seven miles. So we got it done. It was a good time. And it didn't feel easy because I'll be honest with you, it did not feel easy. But part of that has to do with the fact that we did start our run a little bit late. I have been trying to get my run started at least by like 6.45, 7 latest because it is so hot in Florida right now. And I mean, it's Florida, so that's to be expected. It's the summer. It's humid. I think it's like hurricane season two, so humidity. But yeah, we didn't start until after seven and the sun was up. It was harsh. There were no clouds. There were no breeze. It was super humid. I want to say when we started, it was probably like at least 80% um, and then a high 70% for the majority of the run, which was brutal I will tell you I did actually run with my runner's vest my kind of hydro pack with uh my camelback in my runner's vest I think I bought it years and years ago when I worked at Columbia Sportswear so I got it for super cheap and I finally used it because I don't think I've ever really used it to be honest but now's the time and while we were only doing seven miles I thought it was a good time to kind of try out using the hydration pack on me because one that's extra weight now that I have to get used to and carrying that on your shoulders and then also like drinking from the camelback but I know that when I go and do the longer distances like we're getting up to 10 miles to 20 miles when we get up there in mileage I know I'm gonna need to run with like a full hydration pack because I'm not gonna have the water stops waiting for me I hope you can't hear Cinnamon chewing her bone in the background. I'm so sorry if you can, but she just is having a blast back here while I'm podcasting. So I I truly hope you can't hear her chewing. If you can, I'm so sorry. But anyways, I actually liked running with the hydration pack. It was good. I saw Lululemon actually just came out with some hydration packs. They have a black one and they have a really pretty purple one. And so I was like, ooh, purple. That's dopey vibes. Do I need to go get the purple pack? Ah. I mean, no, because I already have one. But mine's not purple. Mine's gray. So not as fun. And I actually, I think I might like the 
pockets on those ones, which that one is actually meant just for running. It's got little pockets uh, surrounding it. And then it does have a um, a slot for like your camelback uh, bladder. I think it's so funny that they call them bladders. <laughs> but, uh, but that it didn't really have like a backpack, whereas mine has a big pocket for backpack situation. Uh, so I could put my keys and everything else in there and have it zipped up and everything. So I mean, pros and cons to both. But anyway, it was a solid run. It actually went by really fast because I think when you're having conversations, it again helps distract you and it makes it more enjoyable. Even though we're out there sweating, I brought my towel with me. I wore my Mickey visor, got the sunglasses going. Oh man, I really, really looked the part. And and I taped my toes for the first time uh, for doing one of these longer runs because I used to tape my toes when I was a dancer because I would do point dancing, be a little ballerina. So it brought me back to my uh, ballerina days of taping up my toes before putting on my point shoes. And so that was fun. But I it took so much longer than I remembered because I, I just picked up some like general athlete tape to tape around my toes so that I don't get blisters. Because there's like some areas on my toes that always blister. It never calluses. It's like, okay, bro, we're doing this all the time. Why aren't you callusing and just get over it? Stop being so sensitive, but no. So I decided to tape them. And I also have these little like jelly sleeve things like for your toes to also prevent blisters. But I put that on and I wasn't really feeling it for this morning, which as I'm recording this, I did the seven miles this morning. (laughs) But yeah, so I might give those little jelly sleeves another go, but I don't know. The taping was nice. And then I also did KT tape for my posterior shin splints. So I used my two strips on each ankle essentially to kind of help stabilize my ankles. And oh my gosh, I love my KT tape. And I think it, it really helps support me on the seven miles. And I didn't feel any pain. Like I wasn't in pain at all because sometimes... Even on my like three mile run earlier this week, I think I was starting to feel some pain coming up my ankle for that like that shin splint area and it was towards the end of the run. So I was like, oof, I might be in pain for the seven mile run. So definitely did my KT tape and I loved it. I don't know what kind of voodoo magic it works, but it could be placebo, but I don't think so. I think it actually really helped stabilize my ankles because if you tape it right for like what your goal is, I think it actually can make a difference. So I'm a KT tape stand over here. Um, once we finished our run, we did in fact change out of our sweaty, stinky running clothes. Don't worry, we didn't go and eat lunch next to people trying to enjoy their Disney World vacation, being all disgusting. Uh, we, we cleaned up a little bit. And then we went to Grand Floridian Cafe, which was so fun. Like we were at that point, we were like hangry. Um, oh, there's one more thing on my run too. I want. I just wanted to talk about my seven mile run. I using all my new things. Um, I got the Honey Stinger chews. They're like energy chews, and I bought like a pack of them on Amazon or something. And each little bag has like quite a few in there. So, oh, I think I forgot to take it out of my running bag though. I need to go get that because I didn't finish them all. But I did try like snacking on some of those around mile six because I think you're supposed to technically be fueling at least every six miles. So, and around mile six, I was starting to get a little hungry, a little hungry. So I snacked on a couple of those and they're pretty good. There's a lot in the bag though. So I'm like, it's good to know that I will probably only need to take one little bag of chews with me on like a really long run. Oh my God, Cinnamon is chewing so loud. Are you serious? 
anyway um so that was good i don't know that it like really gave me energy but it took away like the hanger for a split second while we finished our last mile and the sun was blazing down oh my god but i mean we did it and i knew we were we all knew we were going to brunch after too so we were like yeah like let's run faster so we can get to our brunch reservation <laughs> but yeah we went to grand flow cafe i got my avocado toast we got our iced lattes it was delicious it was exactly what i needed and so good and pro tip i brought a little like cooler bag to bring like gatorade and water in my car for after the run so that i could have like ice cold beverages waiting for me after the run which really really helps and i just think about that ice cold water waiting for me <laughs> really really gets you through but yeah all that to say i i had a really good seven mile run this week i it's kind of weird like i i look forward to the long runs because i just feel so accomplished and i love the preparation and like packing my bag up making sure i got all my things and trying out new new stuff like the chews and the uh, camelback which my camelback that I have is kind of it's old it's a few years old and it like it tastes gross I, I cleaned it and it's it's not like it's been used a, a crazy amount of times and I've only put water in it but I don't know it just didn't taste good on my run and I don't know if it's just a little mouth grippy thing if or if I need to get a new one or if I need to like get some camelback bladder cleaner which that sounds so funny to say it like that but that's what it's called it's called a bladder when you like put them in your like backpacks like that right right did I make that up no I don't think I did but anyway I might need a new one and I might I just might need that lululemon purple running vest for dopey challenge because like ugh, so pretty and purple vibes Ooh. Ooh. All right, upcoming races. I've got Wine and Dine Challenge in November, Dopey Challenge, of course, in January, and the Princess 10K in February. No, I have not signed up for more races, and I probably won't. So uh, that's that. We got the Run Disney and Run Disney only over here. Moving on to my highs and lows of the week that I share every week on this podcast. Starting off with my highs, I got my Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party ticket. I'm super stoked because if you've been following along, then you know that Halloween is my favorite holiday and like full time favorite season. I love spooky season. Halloween has started since July 31st for me. And if I wasn't moving to my new house so soon, then I would have already decorated my apartment with all of my Halloween goodies. But I've got my Halloween party ticket. Those actually start this week at Magic Kingdom. I think the first one's like August 12th, I want to say. Don't quote me on that, but Halloween parties are already starting. We're like practically to mid-August already. Like, what? What? Like, how did that happen? Oh my gosh. But I'm super excited. I love Halloween. My next high is that I have a closing date for my house. For my new build home, which I have been sharing my journey about that on YouTube if you want to check that out if you haven't already. But I am going to be closing on a new build home hopefully this week, hopefully this Friday. I'm I'm so scared, so excited, so nervous, just stressed and don't even want to think about packing, but it's it's exciting. So, I have that going for me. I 
crossed a lot of things. I mean, maybe not a lot of things, but I crossed things off of my to-do list. Like one of my things I had to do was I had to go cancel my gym membership. And it was super annoying because I couldn't like go online or call. I had to go in person. So I had to put it off even longer than I originally intended on doing. But I finally went and did that. And they actually waived my cancellation fee because I was on like a year contract. They waived it because I'm moving. Cinnamon. You really have to be chewing it that loud? My God. All right. Um, but I finally did that. And I had a really good time with my friends this week. We all went out and were hooligans. I think Friday night we went to Universal. And we have like a couple bars. We love going there. Uh, love going to there. And ended up going out and it was a super fun time hence why I moved my run from Saturday morning to Sunday morning because there was no way in heck that I would be getting up Saturday morning after going out with my friends we were out very very late I won't even tell you till what time because I, I just I don't think you want to know <laughs> it was definitely Saturday by the time we got home so I'll just say that much but some of my lows for the week um packing <laughs> packing sucks moving sucks oh my god and like for me I moved a lot I've had to pack up all my stuff a lot and I have a lot of stuff so it's it's usually a quick thing for me but this time around I've got a lot more stuff than I've ever had before and I also have furniture that I have never had to move with before like I never took a bed with me or took dressers or an entertainment console or a coffee table or a couch like I have all of these things like bar stools like huge things that I never had to move with before it was only like my clothes and like my kitchen stuff and then just other random miscellaneous things but now I have so much more to consider and prepare for moving I did hire a moving company but I still have to pack all of my stuff so I'm really procrastinating on that. Like, while I'm expecting to close on my house this week, I'm not actually moving until next week. So I, I have a little bit of cushion and I have all my boxes and packing supplies. So I'm ready to like start packing. I just haven't done it because I just don't wanna. I don't wanna do that. That sounds terrible. I have too much stuff. But. I did go through my closet and I like had a whole pile of clothes and stuff that I'm going to be trying to sell at Plato's Closet slash like just going to donate it because I just can't deal with trying to sell things individually like on Poshmark or like Instagram stories or on closet sales and stuff because that's just that's a too much work for me. I don't have the mental capacity to do that especially with all the stress of like the house and there's so many things that I still have to order and make sure are ready and it's just chaotic it's chaotic let me tell you but I also call Plato's Closet which if you don't know it's kind of like a consignment store I think it's a little bit different than a, a s definition consignment store because they like give you money on the spot maybe I'm wrong don't quote me on this but like other stores sometimes they'll pay you once like your item sells so not up front but I've always taken stuff to Plato's Closet and 
it's hit or miss and the locations always vary but I called them because sometimes uh, I think like right after COVID they said you could only bring like bins you can't bring like plastic bags or something and so I was calling them being like oh okay do you guys take bins or bags or what do you guys prefer like how do I bring my stuff in and they were like oh you can bring either but it's one bag per person now which is such a bummer because I would always take in like bags and bags of like old clothes and stuff I was trying to get rid of especially when I was clearing out my parents house of like all my old crap from since the day I was born <laughs> and like all these old clothes and things I just had to get rid of I had at least like 10 bags I took with them which I get it that's a lot that is like I I wish I was being dramatic but I think I literally took like six bags full trash bags to them um and it's a lot of stuff and I think a lot of people take stuff to Plato's and so they don't always have room and they don't always love your stuff so, I mean, I kind of understand the whole one bag rule now, but it's annoying for me <laughs> on my end. So that was a low, I guess, which I still need to go. And that's one other thing on my to-do list that's just driving me crazy. It's driving me crazy. <sighs> okay, I won't go into too much more detail on this next section, but I just kind of wanted to put it out there on this episode and talk a little bit about self-confidence and self-image. I didn't want to go too long on this episode um, because, to be quite honest, it's it's a little bit later on Sunday night and your girl is exhausted. Your girl is tired. <laughs> Mentally drained from house stuff and ordering things and I finally ordered a fridge. I guess I should have added that under my highs as I picked out a fridge and finally ordered it and set it for delivery. But yeah, I've been a stressed out girly. But anyway... Kind of just wanting to touch upon this topic because I feel like it's so easy to come down on ourselves and bring negativity upon ourselves. Like, granted, that's not always the case and there are a lot of factors in our lives that could be in motion and contributing to us being putting ourselves down and not feeling as confident as we should but really just wanted to share the message that comparison is the thief of joy and oh my god it just fell out of my head who said that um who I stole that quote from I didn't write it down but I should have but comparison is evil so I think especially with running it's kind of easy to be like well, my pace isn't very good, like, I'm super slow, or I don't look like an elite runner, or I don't this, I don't that, I'm not this, I'm not that, and I have definitely fallen victim to that, and we really shouldn't. I know that's easier said than done, but I think what's kind of helped me kind of get out of that and not compare myself as much to other people is, one, finding a really welcoming community, which the running community with the right people, people are so welcoming and like true runners know that anyone can be a runner and everyone is welcome in this community and every mile is a win because it's hard work. Running is hard work and like other sports, it takes a huge toll on your body and mentally to put yourself in the position to where you're waking up early, you're getting those miles in, you're getting the work done, like that is incredible. That makes you so strong and so dedicated 
and accomplished. And sometimes we need to remind ourselves of that. And I know I need to remind myself of that time to time, which I think is why I'm making this episode because I think I need that reminder too. But after finding a welcoming community and other people who enjoy running or are training for similar races that I am or maybe the same one or like becoming running buddies and all of that, it's so great to then have people to cheer on because I think when you are motivating other people that lifts you up and they're going to be there to lift you up as well so it's a win-win situation for everyone because everyone just wants to lift each other up and everyone wants to feel good everyone wants to get their runs in and feel confident in themselves and in their accomplishments but especially when it comes to pacing and like comparing yourself to oh they had such a good pace like how are they so fast and it's so easy to start asking those questions but I think instead we should be showing gratitude for ourselves and being so grateful that we got these miles in or we did this many miles in this amount of time and that's amazing our bodies did that our legs did that our minds did that and that's the important thing a mile is a mile the distance doesn't change what's that what's that joke uh what's heavier a thousand pounds of feathers or a thousand pounds of bricks do you know the answer? Do you know the answer? They're the same. <laughs> the answer's in the question. What's better? Someone who ran seven miles in... Actually, I don't know what a fast pace is. that would be for that because I don't run fast. So <laughs> whoever runs that really fast, you let me know how, what you completed that in. Or is it better that someone ran seven miles in... I think we did an hour, like 39 minutes. I think for our seven miles tell me which one's better they're both the same all right seven miles is seven miles which I mean that probably wasn't a good comparison but you get what I'm saying you get what I'm saying all in good fun so that was just me on my little high horse wanting to share my two cents and honestly share a message to myself too and whenever you're feeling down about yourself maybe running related or not just tell yourself like maybe you don't want to get up the next morning well be thankful that you get to get up the next morning and that you get to get up and go run seven miles and go have brunch at Grand Floridian Cafe and do all these fun things and accomplish so much so that's just my advice take it or leave it but gonna keep this episode short and sweet I'm gonna go ahead and move on to the next section by the numbers got my countdowns from the posting date of this episode August 8th We've got Wine and Dine Weekend coming up November 3rd, just two months and 26 days away. Holy crap, that feels like tomorrow. I was just talking to Ashley today how we need to figure out our costumes. And I think the 5K is themed. Is it Coco themed? I don't have it sitting in front of me. I'm not signed up for the 5K. I'm only signed up for the challenge. So the 10K and the half marathon, which I think the 10K is Seoul. And then the half marathon is... Oh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Maybe I have those switched. I'm sorry. I don't have them in front of me. But and then Genie is on the uh, challenge medal, which I really want to do something Aladdin themed, like either Genie or Jasmine vibes or something for the half marathon, I think. So I like going on theme, which you don't always have to for run Disney races. Like there's people from 
all walks of life, of all characters of life in Disney, and even non-Disney, I think. I've seen some people. Oh, oh my god, the best was I saw someone dress as nacho cheese. Holy crap, that was an amazing costume. Um, But personally, I really like to dress up with a theme so that I can match the metal with my uh, finisher picks. <laughs> but uh, don't be challenged. We've got January 4th. That is four months and 27 days away. Oh my god, we're in the four-month mark now. Ah! Princess Weekend, February 23rd. That is six months and 15 days away. Pace update. I haven't really been working on my pace. I think it's kind of varied between 12 and 14 minutes. I think even for our seven miles this morning, we actually walked a lot. So that kind of brought our pace up a bit. And I think it said our average was probably like 14 minutes, which I mean, isn't terrible. Like in this heat and humidity and with the sun on you, it really slows you down. And Jeff Galloway himself said, he said, you ha- you should slow down <laughs> for like a minute on your pace or something like that. I should really have that in front of me, but I don't. Um, when the temperature gets to like 80 and above and let's see, was it like 90s today? I actually didn't see the temperature. I only look at humidity now because I just assume that the temperature is going to be like 94 or above. <laughs> just dreadful. Just dreadful. It's fine. But my total mileage for the week came out to a whopping 13.7 miles. So that is the highest amount of mileage that we've done so far in training. If if you're like me and following the Jeff Galloway training program slash I usually run about like 3.2, 3.4 miles on my 45 minute runs doing intervals. So I'm a walk run kind of gal. We're doing the Jeff way. <laughs> but honestly, I can tell that I've been training on my longer runs because they're not quite as hard. I don't take, I don't need much to recover. My body isn't completely depleted after and taking the time to actually fuel. And I had my overnight oats before my run. I brought lots of water. And in my camelback, I actually mixed Powerade and water because I know that I'm going to need it with the amount that I'll be sweating. Um, Yeah. And I had those little energy chews and then we had carbs and salt and water immediately following our run. So that was great as well. So it's almost like training makes a huge difference and sets you up for success. What? I know. Am I going to say that every week? Probably. Probably. But yeah, I can really tell. And I did, in fact, pull out my knee ice packs and my little foot tub to soak my feet in ice (laughs) after the run and just take a minute to just sit in the AC because, oh my gosh, that sun was brutal this morning. And of course, when we were done with the run, that's when the clouds came. Like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. Love when that happens. But I'm so excited to finally have a bathtub in my house. I don't have one in my apartment, so I have to use my little foot tub to soak my feet. But I'm so excited to get a bathtub. I should have listed that in my highs too. Wow, okay. But uh, I'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. Next week, I will be sharing how week seven of training goes. I think my long run is only three miles. (laughs) Only. But you know what I mean. My three-mile run. And we'll see about getting another guest. It'll be pretty hectic these next few weeks because, again, house and moving. Oh, my God. But we're going to get her done. We're going to get her done. So thanks so much for tuning in. And get moving!